It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mac, it is almost Halloween time and. I have a bit more of an issue than the usual. What should I wear for a costume? Because I am married. I okay. need a couple's costume. I feel like those are the easiest costumes. No, because they've all been done before. Oh, you want to? So you want a brand new couple's costume? I want something from your brain. How about you go as me and Batty goes as Goo? <laughs> a sweet inside joke for no one. <laughs> Who are you? I'm my. Uh, fat bald podcast host and uh my wife is me so in the past we have done riverdale mm-hmm. last year we were j-lo and ben okay and in the past other lady uh joker and harley quinn but it was cool because harley quinn was not a well-known character yet i mean harley quinn's always been a well-known character uh back in 2013 wasn't overdone at that point maybe, yet maybe not for the pink hats I'll yeah. agree on that. Yeah. I don't know if being the Joker is ever cool. Yeah, but we were Arkham City. I just, I, there's so many Jokers, and now there's so many Harley Quinns. Yeah, now. But every year. Like, I mean, there's a reason why The Office makes fun of it, right? I know, you but know? I could ask you at any point in the night, you know where I got these scars? Why? It's so serious. I just, I don't care for it. I have probably. At least five friends who have who has been the Joker at some point. As good as me, though. I I don't care to what degree they were good or bad. I just why don't you go as a Power Ranger? There you go. You've done that about twenty times. That's not. I'm never either. buying another new costume. That's the way to do it. I'm going to be either Wilfred from the show Wilfred, which is just a dog costume, mm-hmm. or I'm going to be the Green Power Ranger for the rest of my whole life. And then for my son, we already have something picked out that is super niche, but the people that understand it are going to love it. Can you give us a tease as to what it may be? It is a Spider-Man. Oh, I like that. So please tweet at us right now. What should I do for Halloween? (laughs) One, two, three, yeah! of Queens, and Meryl Street, I'm Goo. And I'm Mac. And we are the Mac and Goo program. We bring you the same thing over and over and over again, just like DC movies. Yes, 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 yes. Today we are talking Black Adam uh, a week later than we would have liked to because the fucking babysitter fucked us. Goo and I are always, you know, we've I've talked about it before. When we don't get a screening invite or it comes like three days before the movie comes out, we know the movie's going to be bad. I will say, though, this movie wasn't that bad. No. We, sh- we should have had a week or two before. But screening. also not that good. I'm sorry no, to yeah. cut the baby in half right now. That's a saying, right? It's not that bad. It's, it's not, not that, that bad. bad. But then I was also outside the theater going, it's not that good. It's not that good. <laughs> 
one sign said one thing, one side of the sign said one thing, the other side said the other. Yeah. Um, yeah, this goo is, uh, however you want to count it, either the 12th or 13th entry into the DC extended universe. Are we counting the Batman? No, the Batman's not in it. Are we um, counting Joker? No, that's not in it. Are we it counting either. Joker de la Folle? No, also not in okay. it. Okay. Um, the one that's on the border is the Snyder Cut, whether you count that or not. So this is either 12 or 13, depending on whether you count that. And Goo, this is, I would say, <sighs> I don't know. Like The best way to describe this movie is they sold out for the spectacle and didn't really care so much about the innards. Like you, you have a couple set pieces, you got the big star, but a lot of what goes on doesn't make a ton of sense. However, it's good enough to keep the character going in future movies. By the end of the movie, I kind of said to myself, I didn't really care about anything that happened in the movie. And I'm not sure if anything would have gotten me to care. Yeah, that's fair, uh, but I do like the character. I'm not going to pretend Dwayne Johnson was an A-plus Black Adam, but I like the idea of the character at the very least. And I think the theme I'm I'm sort of falling back on here is if I feel like this movie and this character and what they did here, they got a lot of the big picture stuff right, the overarching thing and what this character is going to mean in DC, but the little stuff and, and the so a lot of the dialogue didn't really work out so well. But again, I don't think they cared so much about that. Okay, before we get into the old nuts and bolts and into our thoughts on the movie, our better thoughts, all we've had so far is, it's not good, it's not bad. <laughs> really sitting on the fence with that. But before we go into that, Mac, let's get to our award-winning segment, Good at Tweets. We love these thoughts! Because they it's are good, good at tweets! From at Sam Libby 13. And of course, I asked the question, hashtag Black Adam was, and his answer was both good and bad enough that it could be the new Aquator. I it's in that range. I liked I liked this more than Aquaman. I think I liked it about the same. Okay. From A.G. Horashi, he said, just another DC movie where the bad outweighs the good. I don't agree. I don't. I think there's more good than bad, but I'm not going to hang my hat on. I'm not going to battle someone on that. If someone doesn't like this movie, I'm like, yep, okay, fair. I think the good weighs the bad. You think it's a balanced scale? It's a really balanced scale of good and bad. Okay. But I right. probably more bad because like the the big stuff from the movie is probably bad, but they do give us a lot of powers. Each character that we get introduced to in this movie, I thought was actually pretty good. And overall, that means more than what happened in this movie. But I said to myself, with each character, I've seen this before. Sure. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend it's new. But I think what's more important for DC is the four characters in the Justice Society and Black Adam, I think, all worked. And that means more than anything going forward. Mac walked out of the theater and grabbed every person in front of him by the shoulder saying, did you see that guy get big? We've never seen that before. <laughs> from the other Billy D, Billy D the Greek, a movie from a different time. Yeah, but that's we say that about every DC movie now. So I will say that if this came out in 2008, it that's might be the, the best movie ever made. <laughs> If this came out pre-Iron Man, yes. we would have liked this movie more. It would have blew our minds pre-Iron Man. Can we agree to that? <laughs> yeah. 
from at Thumbless Grasps, better than Halloween ends. I mean, every movie that's come out this year is, so agreed. At jhutch769, not bad. Not bad at all. Agree. And then from a point in life, he has the gif of... Well, we're waiting. I think assuming that he wants us to tell him. On on our review. Yes. Yeah, so that's... we. I mean, Big Market T's at the top here. We neither... We didn't hate it, and we didn't love it, so we'll discuss the in-between there. Goo. Yeah. Black Adam yeah. is a PG-13 rated action, adventure, fantasy, and sci-fi with a runtime of 125 minutes. On Rotten Tomatoes, Goo, this is interesting. We haven't had a split like this in a while. The critics say 40% of them, thumbs up. 90% of the audience says thumbs up. That's a 50-point differential there. And if you came together, if you took the, uh, the median there, that would be 65 which I think is sort I think of how 60 is kind of right where it should be. I think that's how we feel about this movie. But and I will say this, though, is that if you are a critic that is sick of the comic book genre, you hate this movie. Sure. And also, you didn't that. let me finish our award-winning segment, Good at Tweets, where I said hashtag Black Adam is. And from at DisFatBidge70, he said, lacking cocks. Oh, could use more cocks. That's we true. saw a lot of cock outlines, though, right? I could have, you know what? They should have tossed the Rock's cock in there. Why not? I mean, at least give us Hawkman's cock. Cockman. Cock <laughs> oh, oh, we get Rock cock and cock. See you man. guys next week. And we need to see how large uh, Adam Smasher's cock can get when he gets six stories tall. Definitely got to see that. Hold up. That's three. We just pitched a way better movie. Yeah, that's three cocks we missed out on, so I might have to go down with three dogs on that. I feel like if someone asked Paul Rudd, when you become Giant Man, does your penis also grow? He'd have a great time with that question. I think that would be a wonderful question to ask. Someone get us at one of these questionnaires. <laughs> Let's go. So, again, 12th entry into the DCEU, 13th if you count Snyder Cut. This is the fourth lowest from the critics. The only things below this, say the critics is BVS, Suicide Squad, the OG, and Justice League. Justice League, yeah, the, the OG. I do think they're too low, especially when you look at, like, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 got 58, which is nearly passing. That movie's much worse than this one. Mm -hmm. I don't know if critics know how to evaluate these movies because sometimes they're like, in a vacuum, this movie's good. Other times they're like, well, with this movie especially – a lot of critics were upset we didn't meet the Justice Society of America beforehand. And we don't need to do that. No, I, absolutely I, not. I actually no. think that's a that's a plus to this well, movie. Plus, too, we've seen all these characters in Marvel movies just assume that they're the exact same. Who cares? You get introduced to the character, and along the way, you, you learn a little bit about them. And if the character really sticks the landing, like one I think did, maybe that justifies an origin story. But we don't need a billion origin stories anymore. We're just at that point. So I don't I don't care for that criticism from critics. On the flip side, Goo, a movie like Aquaman, 65% from the critics, 73% from the audience. That, to me, is sort of how this movie feels, how it should have been reviewed, I think. Yeah. But we're also at that point where, especially post a uh, Snyder Cut, where all the DC fans refuse to admit when something's not good. I mean, I look at this very differently from Aquaman, though, where that one knew to have some good, cheesy fun. Sure. This I must one, say it's the same movie. This one was overly serious, and then when they attempted comedy, 
they were literally like ripping off um, how Drax takes everything literally. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true. If you include the Snyder Cut, this is the second highest audience score. If you don't, this is the highest audience score. And that's score. all and The he- Rock cares about. Have you seen him tweeting over the past week? No, I don't follow The Rock. Every single time he's like, thank you to the audience. That's all we care about. I mean, he's got a point, though, because it's got the highest audience score of a non-Snyder Cut movie. We love what you people and what you bots have to say. <laughs> uh, if you don't include Snyder Cut, I think Wonder Woman still has it at 83. Mm-hmm. So it's a weird movie to evaluate because I am not feeling particularly strong about it either. Mm-hmm. When I left the theater, I was definitely higher on it. I was maybe thinking more like 29, 30, 31, a little below Man of Steel. I think I Man of Steel at 32. And then the more I thought about it, the more I picked apart, the more the more I thought about like the the family they try to shove in your face, the less I cared about that stuff and the less I cared about the movie overall. But I do keep coming back to, and this is why I like it above Aquaman and, and half of the rest of what DC has done, because I think it establishes Black Adam well enough. And I also liked the four characters we got in the Justice Society. And so if you introduce five new characters, and I like all five, that counts for something. But I will say with Black Adam, I liked a twist that we got in the movie. Sorry yeah. to spoil it, but we got yeah. a little twist in there. I did like that twist, and I like how The Rock played that. But everything leading up to that, of just that monotone caveman rock, was kind of boring. Uh, I, I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I also liked that they didn't like, um, nerf him. You know, they didn't make his powers less. He actually fucked No, but he up, was almost you know? too OP though. That's what this character is though. This character can go tit for tat with super. I'll tell you what, man, we've already seen a movie where you have one OP character going up against a team trying to stop him. I know, but this this character is on I know, Superman's but I'm just level. saying that we've seen this movie before. Sure. I Again... No one's pretending anything in here is new. Mac, I just said that when you walked out of the theater, you tapped everyone on the shoulder and you said everything in that movie was new. At this point, though, DC doesn't need new. They just need... No, no, no. no. DC does need new. No, no, no. DC needs a single. They don't need a home run. They don't need a grand slam. They don't need a perfect game. They just need a fucking Hear me out, and we have this in your sack, but they actually did hit a home run, and I think it's a crucial change... Especially after seeing this, that they absolutely need. Wouldn't you agree that though that this movie's a single? They didn't strike out, you know. Maybe a hit by pitch. They got on base though. They got on base. They may score a run at some point. Yeah. <laughs> the Metacritic score of forty one is the second lowest, barely ahead of Suicide Squad. And again, if you look at Suicide Squad, you look at Wonder Woman eighty four, you look at what BBS like. Those movies are worse than this movie. No, but if you don't like superhero movies, this is one of the worst. Because this is purely just superhero movie, explosions, green screens, powers. And that's it. I agree with you. But when you review a billion superhero movies like we have and like the critics have, you have to take your prior reviews into account. Never. So if you gave Suicide Squad a 40, this has got to be at least a 50 or a 60. We did give Suicide Squad a 36, so shit. <laughs> we have gone back in time, and we have fixed that, though. Goo, the highest uh, Metacritic score, by the way, is still Wonder Woman at 76. The Suicide Squad behind it at 72. And on Rotten Tomatoes, Suicide, the Suicide Squad and Shazam 
also rated very very highly. And Peacemaker, the only show we've gotten, has also been rated very highly. By that was good. I like that. Um, that's a really good, clear top four, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Whoa! We'll talk about that going forward. Four? What should we mm. call that? Mm. Mm. I'll get to that point when we uh, give our hot dog scores. Just say Mount Rushmore. Just say Mount Rushmore. No, I was no, giving I you a little is. alley. Oop it down. I don't know what that is. Oop it down. Uh, Goo, this movie has three writers, part of the problem. Uh, one of them is Adam Stikiel. How would you pronounce that? Zdikiel? I'm going to pull it up right here. Let's see. Where is uh, he it? He is the writer of Maid of Honor, Due Date, Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip, Rampage, and Scoob. So that's All good real, movies, especially that's The real, Road Chip. It's a real interesting resume. Upcoming, he's doing the Wonder Twins movie for DC that probably will never get made. Nope. Something called Spy Guys and a sequel we've all been waiting for, Where the Millers 2. I'm not sure if that gets made either really waiting for that they're all like pre-production so you may yeah. be right uh the other two writers are actually a duo they've worked together on a few things but you wouldn't know it uh rory haynes in uh so rob Nasher- mm-hmm. um never heard of them never heard of the things they've done but maybe this was their first step up into something big and of course the character of black adam is created by bill parker and cc beck in the comic books and just to relate this to something we've seen before something the, uh, a listener has seen Black Adam sort of operates in the Shazam world. Shazam is obviously a part of all of this, but in Shazam, they tease the seven wizards or the eight wizards, whatever, and they sort of mention that Black Adam's a part of it. We don't, with a, with a minor spoiler here, we don't get any connection to Shazam other than those same wizards that are yeah. in Shazam. And it's essentially the same movie as Justice League, but instead of those characters, picture Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Storm, and... Super Serum Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier combined. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, this movie is directed by Jame. Yame? How would you pronounce that? I'll say Yame. Yame Colette Sarah, who did Jungle Cruise, The Commuter, The Shallows, Run All Night, Orphan, and House of Wax. Upcoming, this gentleman is doing Carry On, which is going to be starring Taron Edgerton, Logan Marshall Green, and Jason Bateman. So. Is that produced by Kendrick Perkins? <laughs> Uh, he's got a couple of good movies in there. The Shallows is criminally underrated. I also liked House of Wax, but I don't know about the other ones there. Goose synopsis, nearly 5,000 years after he, he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods. I didn't know those gods were Egyptian, by the way. I thought they were just wizards. And in prison just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. He's not a hero, though. It's it's a uh, it's a fine synopsis. Yeah. Uh, this stars Dwayne Johnson as Teth slash Black Adam. Were you bothered by the Teth part? I didn't really care. <laughs> Aldous Hodge plays Carter Hall, aka Hawkman. Were you bothered by the Carter Hall part? <laughs> yeah, hated it. Pierce Brosnan as Kent Nelson, aka Doctor Fate. He was unbelievable. He was the best part. Let's be honest. He was so good. And the CGI Dr. Fate looked fucking awesome. Yeah, and I also want to give this movie credit, and we didn't get as much of it, but I thought the magic in this movie was better than Dr. Strange Mom. I think the magic and the CGI in this movie is the best DC has ever done. But I'm saying also better than some of the stuff from Dr. Strange. Agreed. Agreed. How it looks, and also it was a bunch of different kinds of magic. Uh, Noah Centineo as Al Rothstein, a.k.a. Adam Smasher, Quintessa Swindell, which is, should be a superhero name, as Maxine Hunkle slash Cyclone. It's better than Maxine Hunkle. <laughs> Wait, better than Hunkle? 
I, no, I don't ever want to say Hunkle again. That's not fun to say at all. Hunkle. <laughs> uh, and then the Kondok family we get is Sarah Shahi as Adriana Tomaz. Yeah. She's uh, very attractive. Marwin Kanzari as her friend, ultimately enemy, uh, Ishmael, uh, a.k.a. Sabak. And then Bodhi Sabangui as Aman Tomaz. Tomaz. Mm-hmm. That was her son. And then her brother, Kareem, was played by Muhammad Amir. I actually thought the brother was pretty so good. I liked the brother, but let me just say this. I hated how much the family interfered with the Justice Society and how much she was pretty much running point. Why was she running points during most of this movie? Yeah, I didn't care for her or the son at all and how much they were and how heavily Whoa, whoa, whoa. did you see her son skateboarding? He did do some sweet skateboard tricks, backside Mm -hmm. 180. Let me grind that rail. That's one of his lines. I'm not going to ruin the mid-credit here, but I will talk about two cameos. Jennifer Holland as Amelia Harcourt. Did she not seem like a completely different character than what we got in Peacemaker? Yes. She seemed like the old Harcourt that wasn't, Mm transformed by peacemaker so i don't understand that appearance at all that really pissed me off mm-hmm. really hated it and of course viola davis is in here as amanda waller a couple times just on a big screen we don't see her in the same room as anyone i'll just continue to state that i fucking hate her as amanda waller do not like it i like her i think she's great mm. well, so it makes us different that makes us great though there you go then we get something we'll talk about in the spoilers do you want to get to the uh, the uh, gauntlet here? Yeah, let's do the gauntlet here. Fun factor. I like the powers for the most part, but really, most of my fun comes with fate. Yeah, I agree. Dr. Fate was just fucking cool. Yeah. But I also like Black Adam actually killing people. We don't get to see that really in any superhero movie. So the I'm killing was cool. I would have liked more blood and more death. Yeah, so good parlay into the satisfactor here. Satisfactor. Yeah. This not being PG was a little satisfying, getting those kills. Was it supposed to be PG? No, no, no. But I think he could have probably made it. It would have been nice to have this as our, you know, with some blood. So this might win the Pirate Award. Mm. Mm. You know, should have been rated R. Yeah, because I think he could have got darker with it and played with more adult themes and had cooler kills. So... So that so somewhat satisfying, not satisfying enough. Borometer, and this was plenty boring. Yeah, there's a good amount of bore, and you had your standard bad guy losing at the end. Yeah, I would almost say any time that they weren't using their powers, you were asking the person next to you when they're going to start using their powers again. <laughs> Actually, I will say this. We were 15 minutes into the movie, and I went yeah. to a 7 o'clock showing, so it started at 7.15, right? Mm-hmm. So 7.30... I hear the person next to me snoring <laughs> louder than the fucking speakers. That's too early. If it was a 10 o'clock showing, okay, snore away. 7 o'clock's too early. And I would even wake him up. I'm like, this guy needs sleep. <laughs> I read to peck this. Yeah, absolutely. Halloween, will this movie wane over time? I don't know because I feel like it's just super forgettable and I'll never think of it again. Yeah, I say probably because it's not one I'm going to go back and rewatch, but I also think I, I have it pretty accurately rated here. So, Do any scenes stand out to you? Um, I liked the twist scene when yeah, you learn what happens. Yeah, the twist is good, but does yeah. that stand out to you, though? It's not necessarily a standout scene. It's more a story element. Um, I liked him breaking out of that prison. That yeah. was kind of cool. Um, and the Dr. Fa- all the Dr. Fate Dr. stuff. Dr. Fate stuff, really cool. yeah. yeah. The multiple fates. Yeah, I did like that. Aquator, I have it right around Aquaman. I got it above, but not by a mile. Mac, how about your credit union? 
So, uh, first of all, Hawkman, I think, is one of the dumbest fucking heroes has ever been made. But I do think this Hawkman was palatable. He made him not awful, so credit there. But more importantly, Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate was fucking awesome. His depiction of the character and then the way... And we... Listen, most of the CGI hero stuff we've gotten from DC has kind of stunk. Dr. Fate looked fucking awesome. He looked amazing. And all the shit he did was really cool. So I got to give credit to just Dr. Fate, everyone involved with that in general. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you smell a hot dog score? <laughs> what the hot? dogs cooking i was trying to think of what else to say i didn't know what to say so for those of you tardy to the mac and goo party we rate everything on a 40 hot dog basis mac i would say that it's not bad it's also not great but Mm -hmm. i understand every low score for it just because we've seen this so many times in so many different movies especially the hero battle where you have the one op hero going up against a team and then you know, you got to stop them and then team up with them by the end, and you got to stop a faceless bad guy that you don't really know by the end. So that doesn't help it. We've also seen that entire team before. Like I said, it's Doctor Strange, it's Ant Man, it's Storm, it's Super Soldier Falcon. We've also seen heroes learn how to be heroes, much like in Shazam. So The Rock goes through that learning curve, but he's also caveman style doing it. So it's not necessarily fun. And he, he buys into it way too quick. Like he at first is like, ah, oh, I'm not a hero. And then immediately once the kid's like, hey, can you be a hero? He's like, oh, oh all right. I still think he's still anti-hero because I, I'll push back a little bit on that because he, he only does it at the end for Kondok and this family he's grown close to. I still don't think he gives a fuck about anything outside Kondok. The sarcasm jokes were, you know, kind of giggly, but they're very Drax-ish. It's yep. very, Agreed. oh, he Agreed. takes everything literally, which, yep. once again, was funny with Drax. Seven years ago? Eight years ago? What year are we in? Guardians was 14, right? Thank you. 14. And what year are we in now? 22, eight years ago. Oh, where is the time gone? Oh, oh. They did the Quicksilver scene again. Why are you doing the Quicksilver scene again? Yeah, I, I mean. We've seen it in Sonic. We've seen it in Alvin and the Chipmunks, I assume. We've seen it in X-Men. I assume we're getting one anytime we deal with a hero that's that fast, so that doesn't bother me. But hear me out. I like Dr. Fate, and Pierce Brosnan is charming as fuck. He is. He's always super charming. 25 hot dogs. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I'll echo your Dr. Fate sentiment. I loved him. I loved the character. Um, the only things I knew about the character before was uh, in uh, the fighting game. Was that? Injustice. The only time I've ever seen Dr. Fate. I also thought the rest of the Justice Society was pretty good. Hawkman wasn't a total dweeb. That's a win. Adam Smasher was decent. Uh, sort of like a dumbed down Ant-Man. And then Cyclone, I actually thought was more charming than any of the versions we've gotten of Storm. She was pretty good. I also do really like that Black Adam fucks shit up. He's not 
pulling any punches. He's actually super powerful and actually causing harm and damage. Amanda Waller still stinks. That's a negative. I didn't care for the mom kid story edition and how much that played into everything. Like I understand you need to ground your hero in reality, especially when they're coming back from 5,000 years ago. But I just didn't think like humanize the character some other way. I, I just didn't care for the way they did that. And that sort of underscores my main problem with the movie. I think the writing is super weak in this movie. Absolutely. Again, the big ideas, the overarching ideas, the A to B overall with Kondok and, and Black Adam being the protector. I think that works. It works like Aquaman and the water. You know, that just makes sense to me. I have no issue with that. Yeah, Aqua means water. Um, just the storytelling and the dialogue with the, with the Kondok family and all that shit was, was weak. And again, it's true. There's nothing really new in here, but once again, I don't think DC needs to break the mold here. I think they just needed some new characters, characters introduced and for them to be palatable. And they got five of them in this. So that's a win. Even if it's just a single, it's a win for DC. The Sabak CGI at the end wasn't great but actually much better than stuff we've seen at the end, like in Wonder Woman. So that's a step up. So I've got this in the Birds of Prey range, Goo. I think Suicide Squad, Shazam, Wonder Woman, and Man of Steel definitively better for movies. Peacemaker definitively better, so that's five. I've got this ranked maybe sixth or seventh, right around Birds of Prey, and that means 27 hot dogs. 27 hot dogs uh, on 2022, the year of movies. I think I've, I might be up to 30 now, 30-ish now. I got this 19th on the year, Goo, just behind the Atom Project and just ahead of movies like Uncharted and Turning Red. Okay, so for DC-wise, I have this 7th. I have it right around Aquaman. I have it better than Justice League. I have it better than BVS, better than 84, and better than Suicide Squad, just below Man of Steel. And then if we're looking at it on the year, Mac, I have this right in the middle at 19. I have seen 37 movies. Wow, look at that. Look at that. Same I'm just thing. stacking movies right now. <laughs> I saw the black phone. Yeah. It's pretty good. Not as it spooky as I would have liked, though. It's not really a horror movie. It, it, it has horror elements. It is more creepy than it is scary. It's creepy. Ethan Hawke is very, very good in it. He's great. Speaking He's of really, Hawkman, really am I right? Oh, hey oh. I also saw Clerks 3. Really good third act. <laughs> How long is the third act? Uh, I don't know. It's a couple scenes. What, what do you want from me? <laughs> if you like Kevin Smith, you'll like the movie. Okay. Simple enough. Is it greater than Clerks 2? Because of the finale, yes. Okay. Well, look at that. So, yeah, I have this right above or right around Sonic 2, right around the Atom Project, Minion, Super Pets. So, good for them. Yeah, good enough. Hey, Mac, you want to start spoilings a little bit? Spoilers! Spoilers! Let's talk about the post-credit. Henry Cavill's back! It's technically a mid-credit, if you want to really talk about it. Oh, I guess I'll see myself out. (laughs) I need that money like the ring I never want. Is that the music I heard played in the background? Yeah. I knew about this going in because the internet We all knew about it going in, yes. So the Superman mid-credit pretty anticlimactic but they make a point of saying a couple times during the movie that no one on this on this earth in this world can uh deal with uh black adam doesn't yeah. have the strength yeah. to deal with black adam and so superman arrives obviously not of this planet yeah and he says black adam we need to talk i would have loved the final scene if one of them either black adam or superman called the other one a bitch 
I don't care which one does it. It seems right. more like something that Black Adam would say, but you know, Superman is a little darker in this universe. Maybe he would have done it. Yep. And the other reason this was spoiled too is because they announced Man of Steel two a couple weeks ago before this movie even came out. So that's a little disappointing. But that said, I'm vi- the best part about this movie for me is this mid credit that Henry Cavill's back in Superman. I love Henry Cavill's Superman. I think he's a perfect Superman. I'm excited to see what they do with him moving forward. I hope they can build that Justice League back up around mm-hmm. him because it doesn't seem like they're doing much else. Especially with a new creative type at the top. Right. I really did like the twist that Black Adam was not actually the person who was given the powers. Right. He, he was, was shazammed the, the powers by his son. Yeah. And I thought that was nice because it just shows that he was not the person that was, you know, deemed worthy. And that's why he had to be put away. It was a nice little twist, and it explained a lot of what I had an issue with in the prior, like, 30 minutes. You're like, oh, it all makes sense now. So credit to them. That was a nice little swerve. I also love that Fonzie was in this movie. Yes, Fonzie is Adam Smasher's uncle. And I don't quite, because I don't know the comics, nor do I know the character well enough. How does the superpowers go from an uncle to a nephew? How does that work? All I know is that Fonzie, he jumped over 13 trash cans. He landed in some chicken wings. He one time faked his death to trick the candy man into thinking that he was dead, and then he popped up, and he, you know, hey, you're a bad guy. He also jumped over a shark one time. <laughs> uh, one gripe I had about Adam Smasher is Fonzie quips that, hey, don't ruin the suit. That's a classic. That suit looked brand new. That it looked did. like a high-tech suit. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. I also like the actor that played him, too. Noah Centineo. Yeah, Centineo he's in the movies like that. that are like, um, is it P.S. I Love You? It's the I Netflix know. movies with Laura Jean. Can someone help me out? That's not on. That's not for me. That's your type. It's of not in your Q zone, I know. Yeah. But I really did like the scene, and I, really anything with Dr. Fate. I did like Dr. Fate tricking... I don't know, Satan? What's his name? Sabak. Thank you, Sabak. And to thinking like, oh, I don't know which one's which, and the entire time he's talking to Black Adam under the sea. Super cool. Awesome. Awesome stuff. But at that point, you need to show us Aquaman somewhere, right? So that's my whole thing with this underwater prison idea. Aquaman is the king of the goddamn sea, the seven seas. He's in charge of everything that goes on under there. Amanda Waller can't just build a goddamn prison in the ocean without Aquaman or, you know, Aquaman's henchmen mm-hmm. hanging around there. So, right. So Black Adam breaks out with the help of Dr. Fate and floats to the surface. You're telling me you're going to have an underwater prison and not have underwater people swimming around to protect it. No, sir. Makes no sense. I will also say though, that when Dr. Fate is killed, I'm like, all right, we just met him. I'm not that sad. No, agreed. Absolutely agreed. But it, and he's, he's older here. Of course, Pierce Brosnan plays him, but the character is so good. Yeah. It opens up, and this is what I ta- was talking about earlier, critics criticizing that we don't know these characters and we're getting introduced to them here. Now this opens up an avenue where we're like, all right, Dr. Fate played. We could go back and do another Dr. Fate movie. Or do Dr. a period piece. Yes, it would work. It would absolutely work. But I also said, I wish that they just killed Hawkman. Yeah, I don't, no, I'm not going to you know, draw a line in the sand for Hawkman, um, but he was much better than I anticipated. And I did enjoy the Rock's final kill there of grabbing by the horns and tearing in half. A little banana split. Yeah, like that he's tearing nice. a phone book. That was sick. Yeah. That was pretty good. And again, that, that also underscores what I was talking about. That's a cool kill. Could have been a little cooler. 
So those are my thoughts on the movie. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk too much about the the real plot of it, but it, it just it definitely gets bogged down. It's a plus animus, right? So I get he's the protector of Kandok or Kandok, however you say it, and that's why he's here. That's why he's back. That's why he's a thing. That's the whole thing with Black Adam. But you don't need the family. You don't need that family yeah. being so attached. But I do think what works is like the city or the country fighting back. You know. That part works, fighting back against oppression. But the little kid with the skateboard meaning a lot, that doesn't work. Do you think that you would have liked it more if at the end of the movie, The Rock said to the little boy, you can call me dad now? <laughs> and to your point, too, the mom, like, being in charge of stuff, that's Like, never why were they all listening to her? Like, yeah, she's like, no, you need to stop fighting right now and find <laughs> my one child. And again, we have seen it. You're absolutely right. We have seen this. But the team aspect in Cyclone and Adam Smasher, there were some good hijinks I mean, there. Like that played well. It's literally the Justice League having to fight Superman, and then they're able to like tame him for a second, and they're like, oh shit, we have to fight with him. Sure, absolutely. But I'm talking about like the intra squad yeah. dynamics. Them. Dr. Fate dealing with, with everyone. Like there was some humor in there. It, it He's the well older out. gentleman dealing with the younger kids yeah. who are yes, flirting. Yes, yes. They should yes. have shown that. That that would be very sexy. Yeah, they would have been nice looking, I'll tell you that much. Real, real nice. More Cox. At least three more. There was space for three. She should have said to him, Hey, giant man, I'm forgetting your name. Adam Smasher. <laughs> Does everything grow? Yeah, right? Right and there. She could make it she could make it swirl without touching it. And I'll tell you this right now. Yeah. Those are the type of lines that James Gunn will bring. <laughs> Let's get into Maxack. And Maxack could be anything. It could be a boat. And this week, huge news for DC, especially off the back of this, which I thought to be uh, a pretty worn movie, something that we've seen a million times. We are getting a new head of DC, and that is James Gunn. Congratulations. Congratulations. Of course, uh, James Gunn, the director of the first two Guardians movies and the third one coming out and the special that we'll see yeah. next month. Um, he also did The Suicide Squad. He's been referenced in the Harley Quinn show quite a bit. He's in the Harley Quinn show. He plays himself. Right. And yeah. they reference him four or five times as well. Yeah. Um, so he's announced as the head of the creative for DC Studios. They're now changing it to quote-unquote DC Studios. And Peter Safran, who's a producer, is going to be more in charge of the business side, but they're co-leads of the whole thing. I'm very intrigued as to what they're going to do. I really hope, like for me, they could keep doing these offshoots, these one-offs like the Suicide yeah. Squad, and it'll work. But I think what they really need to do is build the Justice League. They got to do it. And then, of course, this is right after they said this to Jeremy Hermita. And uh, for 2023, I think next up we have the next Aquaman movie and The Flash. So that's going to be interesting to see. Because Gunn's now going to be able to play with those a little bit and set up going, stuff going forward or just put a bookend on the stuff that's I was already like, I happened. would love it if he sees those movies and he's like, we're not going to release these. <laughs> <laughs> these are not good. I think those are the only two actually in the pipeline yeah. right now. So you know it would be sick because we got the news that they're already writing a Flash 2 mm -hmm. if they just don't make a Flash 1. 
and they call it Flash Two. Flash Two. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past James Gunn yeah, to do that. That's fun. I, I'm just I'm excited because everything James Gunn has done I've liked, even the Scooby Doo movies. That led to a good little uh, tweet. Apparently, there's a Scooby Doo meets Batman comic yep. too. So I guarantee you, we see something animated with. If that. they want to do something with Batman '66 and Scooby Doo, I'm in on that. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Is Scooby Doo here? You didn't, you didn't know I had that skill, did you? Hey, Matt, can you do Scooby Doo ordering a <laughs> pumpkin latte at Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, that that's other other than Superman, it's the biggest thing DC could do is get James Gunn. I'm glad they did it. It'll be interesting because Kevin Feige's not a director, um, and I almost feel like that helps him in his job. It'll be interesting to see what James Gunn. Oh, does but Gunn here. said that he'll still be directing movies in this universe, and sure. Kevin Feige said, "I'm going to see all of his movies when they come out." Yeah, I, I what I'm saying though is I think it helps Kevin Feige do his job more objectively you know being separated from directing uh, she the told me that kevin feige's a robot <laughs> so that's how i know um, him. i do like that saffron's there with him though so at least he has someone and of course he's good on rice no. everyone needs <laughs> everyone needs a no guy that's my thing you're my no guy <laughs> mac where can you find us uh you can find us on twitter and on instagram at mac and goo podcast uh, other than that, we are Mac Ampersand Goo. Mac Shift 7 Goo includes Facebook, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Speaker, Google Play, iHeartRadio. I, I thought you were going to press something. It looked like you had, you had it. I need that money like the ring I never want. I'm saucing, I'm saucing, I'm saucing on you. We're on Spotify, I'm swagging, but more importantly, I'm swagging, we're on swagging, Apple Podcasts. Get on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, subscribe, five stars if you do that. We'll get you a free Mac and Goo t-shirt from the folks over at Watertown Sportswear. That's Watertown Sportswear on 34 Mod Auburn Street in Watertown. WatertownSportswear.com, expert screen, expert screen printing and embroidery. Tpublic.com, merch! Well, a bunch of stuff coming out for Crashmore season, so Ooh. go ahead and buy that up for your loved ones Ooh. or your enemies. Buy gifts for oh. your enemies. Oh. Oh. Mac, okay. coming up for us. This next Goose Day, October yeah. is coming Whoa. right in your face. Oh. Yeah, we've already gotten a couple tiers sent to us. Either find a tier that you want us to do or create one, and it has to be spooky Halloween themed. Oh, I like that. Dems the rules. I like that. After that, next Friday, we'll do our award winning 21 questions. This one will be about Wakanda Forever. I am very excited for this movie, and I can't help myself to. I'm starting to like look up spoilers. I'm not. It premiered in L.A. last night, two days ago. Whenever you listen to this, I'm liking what I'm reading. Yeah, I'm liking what I'm reading. I'll say that. We'll follow that up on a Goose Day Goose Dump. You know, mm-hmm. get everything ready for Black Panther, and then finally on the 11th, on the day of its release, we will do Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yay! yay. So that'll do it for this episode of Mac and Goo. Thank you for listening. Tuesdays or Goose Days, I abuse kangaroos. Bye. Now it's time for girls jumping on trampolines. Please flip the cassette over to side B to continue the adventure. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.